Welcome to episode 274 of the Parkrun Adventurers podcast. I am Ollie Spake and I'm coming from Dharawal country. And I am Melissa Ellis and I'm coming to you from Wurundjeri country. Welcome Mel, how are you? I'm really good, how are you? I'm great, thank you. And I should mention the cicadas say hello. <laughs> I can't hear them, so that's a good sign. You must have the windows closed. Windows are closed, but I can hear them. So uh, maybe some of our others can, yes. So Mel, uh, look, uh, straight up, straight up with everyone listening. This week, Mel and Ollie are busy packing. So we're bringing you all a bit of a tempo run pod or <laughs> Is it better explained as the length of time it might take myself to drive to a Nendi? <laughs> but, but what that means is uh, very little Mel and Ollie, or Ollie in particular, because Mel, you've managed an interview this week and uh, much more of that, and our fabulous roving reports and informant to listen to. So, um, yeah, we're keeping it nice and brief so we can get away because we've got somewhere to be. We do. It's hectic this week, Ollie. Hectic. <laughs> Yeah, no, not that we've left it all to last minute. No way. No, no, there's just too much to do and not enough time to do it. That's right. So without further ado, Mel, let's start by saying a big congratulations to Mel for reaching a special milestone. Well done, Mel. Oh, thank you. Would you like to share what it is and, and well, your, your parkrun weekend, in fact? Well, I better start with Saturday, Ollie. Okay, yes. But thank you. Uh, this Saturday, I returned to Wyndham Vale Parkrun for their sixth birthday. It was my ninth visit to Wyndham Vale, placing it fourth on my most events list after Berwick Springs, Toolan Creek and Hastings for sure. The theme for the anniversary was to come dressed in parkrun colours of purple and orange. Mm. Founding EDs Maria and Andy did not disappoint with <sighs> their outfits. I was tailwalker and enjoyed spending time chatting with current ED Daryl and his kids Charlotte and Joshua. What I also must mention is that we were also hosting a very special visitor from South Toowoomba in Eman who was in Melbourne on business and keen to meet up with fellow adventurers at a new event. Yes. Daryl and I hadn't even completed the first kilometre when we spotted Eman on his return journey, causing much excitement at his time as he led the field home. On completing the course, he walked out to find us with fellow adventurers Andrew and Abby's mum, excited to share that he had achieved an all-time parkrun PB. <sighs> wow. <laughs> Everyone was in awe. Brunch afterwards was at Cafe Notorious in Werribee, where the less cultured of us discovered batch brew and remembered back to the days when coffee was just a flat white. <laughs> But, Ollie, my amazing parkrun experience did not stop there. Mm. Sunday was juniors where I was happily filling the first-timers briefing and funnel manager roles and arrived to discover Abby's mum had brought me some black and purple balloons to mark my 100th volunteer. Oh. Our kids had a fantastic morning as we welcomed a couple of enthusiastic new visitors to our magical forest. Afterwards, Paul and I joined a small group for post-parkrun park faff and coffee at Birdie & Co. at the Ainsbury Homestead, enjoying the sun and the company and not really wanting it to end. All in all, it was one of the best parkrun weekends ever. Well, that sounds just brilliant, Mel. Um, and you know, clearly a big thank you to all of your help and support in volunteering. Uh, very nice of E-Man to help you know, pump up the celebrations with a PB, a 13-second PB, I believe. 
But uh, yeah, what a lovely community. And yeah, thank you to everyone that, that clearly made a big or played a big part, I should say, in, in making the weekend special. Got to say, Wynnumvale is one of my favourite places to go. It's very local to me. So mm-hmm. probably after Pepper Tree would be my closest, my next closest park run. And mm-hmm. uh, and I know a lot of the people down at Wynnumvale and they make me feel very welcome. I got a special shout out from Andy in the run brief uh, for Mel from the Parkrun Adventurers. That was really nice. Thank you, Andy. <laughs> and we got some great photos. So, yeah, there was lots of purple and orange everywhere and it was a brilliant morning. Yeah, yeah, and lots of congratulations on social media as well, which was great to see. Mm. Ah, how can you top that? How can you possibly top that, Mel? <sighs> I don't know, Palm probably. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You know, not every week is has that level of excitement, but it just all in all, like Saturday and Sunday, both days were just absolutely brilliant. I'm still floating. I really enjoyed it. And most of all, it was because I spent it with friends. Yeah. It was all shared with friends and that was, that's what it's about, eh? It really is. Uh, we. <laughs> We ask, and, and obviously our wonderful Channel 5 News crew ask as well, you know, top three park runs, but it, it is impossible to pick your favourite. You, know, you do have these experiences that are just unique, and I don't see how you can ever compare one to the other. That'll be a favourite for what it was, for sure. 100%. Yep, mm. and, um, and E-Man, thank you for coming down. We loved yes. you being here. Thank you for coming and putting on a show, <laughs> and we look forward to seeing you at Palm. Yes, yeah. And Christine and Juno. It's oh so close. So I, I hope he's got some time at home before he turns around and with everyone and comes back down. No pressure, Eman, but, you know, you could pump out another PB at Palm. That would be really good. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Make the morning. I'll buy you one of those brews. <laughs> what are they called? I've forgotten already. Batch brew. That's it? Yes. Yeah, that's right. All right. Well, there's another thing on the list for for Palm. We'll all have to have a batch brew. (laughs) But Mel, despite the fact it's been a fairly brief intro, we've got a fantastic amount of contribution from everyone else this week, as we said. So it's probably time now for some of the highlights for this week, Uh, our interview, a couple of the roving reports. And Mel, you spoke to one of our adventurer family over in South Africa this week. So let's have a listen and see if you've picked up any pronunciation tips. Our guest today comes to us all the way from South Africa. He has run 170 park runs at 88 different events across three countries, volunteered on 140 separate occasions, and is RD at Haderdal Park Run in Bloemfontein. Welcome to the podcast, Johan. How do you say your surname? Divanachemel. Thank and thank you very much for including me in the podcast. I appreciate it. Thank you for coming on to chat to me today. We've been enjoying your comments and your emails, so I thought it would be good to get to know more about your home park run at Haderdal and how you came to be involved in park run. So tell us, uh, Johan, how did you get started with park run? Um, I had a back operation about 10 years ago, which meant that I, on the advice of my doctor, I had to stop running. Ah. Um, yeah. 
And uh, obviously, I had been walking for a few years then after the operation and then restarted running. Um, he told me that I won't listen to him. And parkrun then became sort of a, a nice way to get back into running because of the of the distance. 5K is just enough not to be too far, but still challenging enough. So I went from trying to run as far as possible and as long as possible to trying to get a bit faster. So you had a history in running. Had you been running regular events? Yeah, but I started quite late. I actually hated athletics at school, mm-hmm. um, but started in my late 30s to start running and, and it became quite addictive, yes. Fabulous. So how did you, were you aware of your local parkrun event? I think I saw um, a mention of parkrun on social media and I decided, oh, that, that's interesting. Then I don't have to run on my own. And uh, that was around about in uh, the beginning of 2015, January, uh, um, I think it was a New Year's resolution, and me and a friend went uh, to the then Naval Hill Park Run, which started about six months before then, and I got hooked. As we all do. But with Haydadal, have you been involved there since its inception? I started going there a little bit after they opened, probably about a year after they, they were opened. And the reason for that was that um, Naval Hill Parkrun became quite crowded. And I do have a preference for the smaller, more intimate parkruns. Um, and Haydadal uh, tends to have anything between 20 and 80 parkrunners at a time, which makes it uh, much more uh, like a family affair. And uh, you know everybody and everybody knows you. Lovely. It's almost like friends. Yeah. Can you describe the course for us? The course is at the Clive Solomons um, Stadium, which is a combination of a cricket field, a rugby field, soccer field and a netball field. And the course runs around all of these different um, sports events. Unfortunately, Haydadal being um, in the township, the local authority does not maintain the grounds as well. So surprisingly, the route is almost very much like a trail run. Yep. Um, quite challenging. Okay, so an out and back type course or loops? Yeah, it's several loops. So we run twice around the cricket field, then go on some retaining walls around the rugby field, past the netball field, around the soccer field, and then back to the cricket field for our final loop. It's hard to visualise. And what about (laughs) your facilities? Have you got toilets having all those fields? I would assume that you've got good parking and toilets. They are there, unfortunately. Um, Use at your own own risk. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) What about cafes? Tell me, do you have a cafe culture? No. Unfortunately, most of our parkruns do not have that, although I see that with a lot of the newer ones, there there seems to be much better facilities. But in our case, pre-COVID, we we made our own pop-up cafe in the sense that we provided coffee, tea and water to our parkrunners. But obviously, since COVID, um, we had to stop that practice which is sad, um, but also Mm. does make it a bit easier and keeps it more simple. That's interesting because that's giving us a good insight into the differences and the challenges that you face in your country as opposed to what we're used to and what we assume all parkruns are like, I suppose. Yeah. No, we don't have that normal parkrun culture that seems to be prevalent in especially in Europe. So you said that it's predominantly a smaller course. What would be your average participants each week? 
at Heidedal. We tend to yeah. have between 20 and 80 every week. Um, on a, we, we're very happy if we have between 40 and 60. So if it's a, a smaller turnout like this week and we had a big marathon in town, then we get about 20. Okay. But we are still happy even if one park runner turns up. We will put up the show <laughs> even for one. Our smallest field so far has been five. I'm exactly the same at my junior event, yes. So also, have you noticed much of a difference since you returned from the parkrun pause? Uh, Initially, it was a bit quieter, but I think um, after having restarted in September last year, we are really back to normal figures. Uh, I think the the, the one thing that we have noticed is that um, we have a few new people and we've lost a few of the regulars and we really miss them. It would really be nice if they would come back. Um, We're not quite sure what's happened to some of them, but in terms of numbers, we are really much, much back to the same for us. Some of the other park runs, um, especially the other one that's open in Bloemfontein, numbers are, are significantly lower. But for us, it's it's very much the same. It's good to get that different perspective because a lot of the feedback that we get when we hear about South African events is some of those very big events that get 2,000 the ones that are near, especially on the Comrades weekend, yes. they get such large numbers and, and I know that brings to mind, oh, South African events, they, they're huge. There are a lot of big events, but there are also quite a lot of the more rural events and, and that's my, the, the type of event that I prefer are really very small and intimate type events I and I that's why I like them. I sometimes think that we may have a slight obsession with the numbers and I think the numbers are really the least important thing in our parkrun enjoyment. Oh, absolutely agree. Anyway, you emailed us last week and you were very passionate about the work that goes into creating and maintaining the apps and the extensions that we all love so much. And thank you. It was a great reminder for us to give thanks to the people that uh, are behind the scenes. I haven't used the Running Achievements app as much, I have to admit, but you've been involved, I believe, behind the scenes in supporting the developers somehow. Is that right? Yes. Um, I, I, it's probably only happened because something went wrong and I decided to email. <laughs> and um, I, I got a very nice feedback from Ford and he was very open to peace. I'm open to any suggestions and, and, and I need people to help me do this. And um, so I'm one of the beta testers. And and what I also appreciated about the fact is that anybody that gets quite involved and helps him to solve problems and he, he credits in the app. Uh, and you don't do it for the credit, of course, but that's just his way of saying thank you to everybody that, that gets involved. Um, and it's, it's a huge undertaking for all of these apps to get their product out. Um, it takes so many hours of work and I'm just happy to to be able to to do a small 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 little bit and and, and do my part to make it possible well thank you for doing that as well do you want to tell us a little bit more about the running achievements app I don't think it gets as much media as uh, maybe the the Chrome extension and the 5k app I've never really understood as much about running achievements. Yeah, I'm also not quite sure what the the usage numbers are, but it is a little bit different in the sense that it has a different feel to it. Firstly, its approach is different. The as I, as I wrote to you previously, the app takes is much more regionalized. Um, although there's quite a lot of the the normal challenges in it as well, and then I think. 
hidden in the app that many people will miss is the the whole section that's dedicated to the World Park Run tourist group, and and that's one of the um, the big things uh, which sets this one apart from from others is the fact that it, it also provides a home for the World Park Run tourist group. So I noticed you've done three countries. You've obviously your home country of South Africa. You've also been to Germany and Italy. Yes, and then uh, in terms of the of the Parkrun World Tourist Group, they have a slightly different definition of, of the number of countries. They would then also include Namibia and Eswatini as separate countries, whereas a lot of the other apps includes those countries with South Africa. Now, Eswatini and Namibia are independent countries that are just being administered by Parkrun South Africa. Well, thank you. That's good to have cleared up. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, and maybe um, something interesting for you is that I am actually a born Namibian. Ah, right. So I have a particular affinity for the Namibian Parkruns, um, and I have done all of them, of course. How many are there? There are currently four, um, and uh, two on the coast and two inland near Vintuk. Please don't try to make us say them. <laughs> um, they actually are. Yeah, most of their names are actually quite pronounceable. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, that, was, that leads me to my next question, which is to ask you a bit more about how you came to start enjoying the pronunciation challenges for me and Ollie. And apologies to all the South Africans when we get it wrong. We actually try really hard not to, which is why we call in our resident uh, South African correspondent here in Australia, which is Janet Janet Reed out in South Australia at uh, Lockheel. She gets a lot of last-minute frantic messages from me saying, Janet, please say this <laughs> because we want to get it right. We, we, we actually try really hard to get it right. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm surprised that even some of the UK parkrun names does seem to have a bit of a stumble. Um, oh, I know. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I've just discovered Hague isn't Hague. It's it's Hay. <laughs> oh well. Uh, yeah. Um, well, when you opened the Adventurers uh, Club on parkrun, um, that is actually I think when when you started mentioning the parkruns that the club members are doing. And uh, that's when this started, uh, when I started hearing the names being mentioned. And um, I was so surprised when I started hearing Janet's voice popping up here and there. Um, <laughs> it was really, I thought, oh, that must be a tongue twister then for the, for the Aussies. I won't say that I am purposefully going to unpronounceable park runs just so that I can <laughs> floor you. Um, but it has become quite... Um, Something to look forward to every week to see what is going to happen if I'm going to hear Janet's voice or Melanoli's voice. <laughs> oh, dear. Well, that's a bit of fun, though, and that's what it's all about. And, yes. and we very much enjoy seeing. And you were at, okay, I'm going to have a crack at it, Costa. That's how I would say it. Yes, Koster is how we pronounce it. And a koster, uh, for your reference, is the Afrikaans word for the sexton of a church, the one that rings the bell. Oh, okay. So you ran there on Saturday. How did you go? How was your park run day? 
it was fantastic. We had rain. Um, actually, I was very worried that the parkrun may be cancelled because as I was driving the previous evening, I went through half a meter deep of water in one of the towns just in, uh, before Koster. Um, so I thought that there's a big chance of the parkrun being cancelled. But it was fantastic. It was overcast, light rain, and it was a small group of people, but we had Lots of fun at Costa. Excellent. Was it a new event for you? It was a new event for me. I've now started doing um, the events in the Northwest Province. Having finished uh, most of the events in uh, Namibia, Eswatini, uh, the Northern Cape, the Free State, and the Eastern Cape. Um, so, yeah, I'm ticking off the, the Northwest events slowly, one by one. How likely are we ever to see you in Australia? I am not sure, but I would love <laughs> to go because I have a few friends in Australia that I'd love to see again. Um, people that I've actually met in Kathmandu in Nepal. Wow. That's great. Well, we'd love for you to come to Australia, but also it would be equally as nice to visit South Africa one day. Thank you very much for chatting today, Johan, and sharing a little bit of your own story and of South African park runs with us. We look forward to continuing the challenge and maybe improving our efforts on some of your regular events. So I think I've got Hater Dial. I think I've got that down pat now, hopefully. <laughs> that sounds perfect. <laughs> thank you. Thank you very much. And thank you very much for having me. No problem. Hello, Ollie and Mel. It's Sam Schroeder here, calling in from the sunny south coast of New South Wales. Luke and I headed to a park run a little bit south of the park run Ollie was at. In fact, one park run further south than Shell Harbour. We were at the beautiful Huskisson Park Run today. This was our fourth visit to Huskisson Park Run, but on the third different version of their course. So when Huskisson Park Run first started, it set off from the park right in the middle of town. Once it got a bit too popular, the organisers and the council agreed that needed to move and they picked themselves up and moved themselves about a kilometre along the course to the park and playground right next to the creek. And then when COVID struck in 2020, they picked the course up again and moved it a little bit further so that they were starting in a bigger, more open space uh, right near the bridge. Um, so that helped with social distancing. We had a very tight run to get there on time this morning, got held up in quite a lot of roadworks. So we had a little bit of a run to warm us up, running back the opposite direction to the starting pack who had already set off. And we did a quick U-turn at the start line and ducked in just in front of the tail walkers to head off out. Now, normally Luke and I do our own thing at Park Run, uh, but today we stayed together and we did some interval running and walking. And we finished the course with me getting a very tidy time of 44 minutes and 44 seconds, which I was pretty happy with. Luke got the next number, 44 minutes and 45 seconds, so he was not quite as happy as me. We did both pick up position and stopwatch bingo numbers, so we were very pleased about that. Huskisson is a beautiful out and back course uh, with stunning views of the ocean and today there was a huge navy boat out on the bay which made the views even more spectacular. Now about 100 metres from the start line you'll find a playground, plenty of parking and toilets 
and it's a short walk to the cutest little coffee van where you can get a lovely coffee out the front of the caravan park. And we highly recommend Huskisson Park Run as a beautiful place to visit. Huskisson being a very special place to us, it was the first place we ever went away for a weekend together. We were sitting on a beach in Huskisson the first time we said I love you to each other and we had our honeymoon in Huskisson. So yeah, fourth visit to Huskisson Park Run, there'll definitely be more in the future. You guys should check it out. See ya. Howdy Park Runners, Tok reporting in for the Channel 5 News crew. Today we've ventured down to a new event down in Williamstown called Cyril Curtin Reserve Park Run. And I'm here with Bronnie, who's the ED and was today's RD. Bronnie, how are you? I'm very well, thank you, Tony. You uh, had a really great crowd there today, Bronnie. We did have a great crowd. It's our park run number three, so we've seen consistent numbers. I think we had 90 today, which was great. We had 89 last week and 80 at our launch, so we were very excited. They're good numbers, easy for us to manage, easy, uh, yeah, no stress at all. It was just great and a good, a really good vibe there today. It was a good vibe and um, it was probably started off with that briefing. That briefing was really cool. I really enjoyed that. Oh, thank you. We hear lots of briefings around and, uh, yeah, that was a really cool oh, thank one. Well you. done. Thank you. Thank you. And it's, um, it's three years in the making, that briefing. So, you know, we've had uh, a couple of false starts with COVID, uh, change of course, because our landowner permissions were all rescinded initially. So we were down at the beach initially. But I think uh, as COVID has been the most hideous thing for a lot of people, it's actually done us a favour because we've got a beautiful course now. It really is. It's beautiful. You would, And you saw that today. You have. And look, there's a lot of people that um, are not a big fans of the uh, multi lappers, mm. but I think that was really cool today. It was really good passing people around and encouraging and talking to seeing yeah. people out yeah. and about and that's one of the things I love about our out and back courses and our lap courses is you get to see people and encourage them on the yeah. way and in the case of your course you run on the seafront three times so yeah. you've got some sensational views back towards Melbourne you probably have a look down towards Geelong if you actually turned on a your good head day. back that that's way. On a good day, that's right. So, Bronnie, give us a course description. Well, it's a um, three loops of Cyril Curtin Reserve and different surfaces, which doesn't suit a lot of people, but we start on a shared pathway, which is a concrete pathway, and then we cut in across on grass, and it's um, a bit, you know, there's some potholes, There's and as I said in the briefing, you have to dodge a lot of landmines because it's an off-leash dog uh, park. Some people don't pick up after their dogs, unfortunately, but... Um, and then it goes out onto the, the coastal, um, tra- it's like a track, we call it a goat track, it's, like, it's just, uh, what's the sur- what's the surface, is it um, shale? Just a gravel trail. Yeah, just trail. a gravel yeah. trail, yeah. and then it goes back up, back up onto the shared pathway, the concrete path. So really the three surfaces, the grass, the gravel, and the, um, and the concrete, some people love it. But and we haven't yep. heard any. We haven't heard any negatives. It's all positive. It's all no. positive people. <laughs> Everything's positive. So come out to Williamstown, uh, to Cyril Curtin Reserve. It really is. It's wonderful. And the people sharing the space with um, there's other people. And today, so many people um, because I think people are starting to know. And people, you know, yes, they'll come next week and they're asking questions. What's going on? They're just starting to get it. These we, are local. We actually people. had bike riders go past us today saying, "What's the event?" Oh, okay. They're all yelling, "It's park yeah. run! It's park it. run! Come back!" Yeah. <laughs> and you would have seen even. A 
people when we were doing the briefing where the people were, had they were oblivious running right in front of where yeah. we were and yeah, that's it just come and join us is, is my catch cry and people they will and we had people yeah. new people there were different people from last week so some returned but new people and you know all your people down up from Inverloch uh, we had some yeah. people from oh you know what I can't remember oh that's terrible sorry if anyone's listening from oh, oh. but they, they you know they came from all over yeah no today yeah. you had quite a few mm. visitors there today but yeah. you also look like you've got a lot of people there that are, have come back a couple of times like even last week yes. you had a lot of people doing their second runs so they've come back two weeks in a row yeah. and hopefully they're back again today yeah. and that's a really great way to start developing the park run having those locals that yeah. are new to park run yeah. and they're just getting it today you had a lot of first timers there which yeah, really they were. Good. it was great and the, our first timers brief it's it's we've got all that space it's it's yeah. wonderful the first timers brief where we will uh, once we pass maps around for people to have a look at well now we just put them all up on the fence so people don't have to touch anything they can just have a look um, and on the website uh, we've got the loots in different colors on our maps that we we've got um, around the um, the start finish yep. but on the website it's just all one color so people don't realize that it's um, cut across the park. In fact, there's no cutting. There's no cut across the park. It just looks like three big circuits, like a an F1 circuit or something. But um, you know, they're actual. You know, we're cutting around, cutting yep. through the park. So it's yep. good. And we haven't had any complaints from the. Um, it's been an off-leash dog park forever in Williamstown. We yep. haven't had any complaints yet. Uh, council haven't contacted me. So, and that's the big thing that we've only got a, you know, a six-month trial still. Yep. So um, it's really important that we don't get the local people offside like that where they um, where they put complaints in. We well, have I to, think yeah. today went really well with the interaction with people. I'm glad. Like, yeah, yeah. It seems to, seems to run really well. Yeah. And we what? haven't had any, yeah, and, that the, and you know, no incidents with dogs because sometimes yeah. off-leash, it's, it's tricky. It's a tricky slope where, you know, dogs do get rambunctious and they want to play. We have had on the first uh, trial we had where a dog actually took one of the cones and um, the owner brought it back later, but it was so, um, you know, chewed up and dilapidated. We, we, we gave it to Goodwill in the end. I threw it in the bin. She didn't want it. So, yeah, but, you know, it's wonderful. And I feel, I feel joyful. I feel joyful yeah. that... Um, it's all the work, all these years, three years yeah. that it's it's come to fruition. I've got a great team with me that behind me. Uh, Joanna Scott Watkins, of course, have been a wonderful mentors for me, and you know I just feel lucky. I feel joyful that it's uh, it's all happening. Well, Bronnie, you're really bright and bubbly. What's your what's your background in parkrun? Where? Well, I only started four, probably five years ago, and I've only done part. I've done. I'm not a tourist like you. I, yeah. I haven't been venturous to go out. I've done. Uh, just around here, Newport Lakes and Altona. And it was actually one day when I was travelling out to Altona and I thought, oh, my God, why am I doing this? Why isn't there one in Williamstown? And that was the that was the um, the sort of start of my journey to try and bring one to Williamstown. Yeah, that was, yeah, five years ago. And it's certainly been a long journey with the, uh, yeah. as you said, with the pauses with yeah. COVID and, yeah. you know, the council uh, requesting the course changes yeah. and that. Yeah, and so that was density, sorry, okay, that was density issue. So yeah. the initial... Um, the initial course was starting and finishing at the beach and running out on that yellow brick road out towards Altona, why they call that the yellow brick road. It was just, it's a bike path. I think it's the, oh, I don't even know what it's called, but there's, it's a, a, like a, a pathway, a concrete pathway. But, you know, the bikes, it's a, it's a bike path and the bikes do travel along there very fast. And then when uh, COVID came, and when everything was paused, the day, we, the week we were to launch, because well, it was all approved, the week we were to launch, March 2020, was the week all parklands were closed.
closed. So, and it's just been sort of an up and down ride from then. But you know, we're here now. And I guess um, the good thing about the move though is you look at the location you're at now. You've got a oh, yeah. location's got yeah. really great car parking. Yeah. You've got toilets yeah. and facilities right near your start yeah. line, so you don't yeah. have to to travel and all Correct. that sort of thing. And yeah, we're sitting up at the um, the coffee place at the moment. Yep. And uh, what's the name of it? This Better is Hugamug, Hugamug um, in Nelson Place. They're looking after us. It's wonderful. So when you come down to um, to Wintown, across the road from the police station or, or SeaWorks, it's up right down the other end. The yellow umbrellas at the front, yeah. or park run umbrellas. The yellow, so, <laughs> orange so it's and yellow. A, it's only it's only well, less than a k from the yeah. park runs. We've yeah. actually walked up. We've left our oh, car down there and walked oh, up okay. because it's you know it's such a beautiful it's, day. Yeah. And you have put on a stunner for us, oh, blue skies. I try, I try. Yeah, we've had three really good weeks. I mean, there's going to be a day, like we were talking about before, where there's going to be a blustery, you know, off the water yeah. and the, it's going to be cold yeah. and wet. But, you know, we'll just see. They're the, um, the fair income park runners will come out in that weather. Yeah. All right, Bronnie, well, welcome to the Park Run family. It's Thank really you. great to see Cyril Curtin up and running. It's, it's been on everyone's radar for a long time. It's been on the Park Run map for a long yeah. time. Yeah. And it's just sensational to see it up and running, and it's here. Thank you. Thanks for your support. It's been wonderful. So thanks, everybody. Good morning, Parkrunners. It's Tracy Natutu and I'm nendying out at Redland Bay Parkrun this morning. Redland Bay is a coastal locality uh, on the southeastern side of Brisbane. Took me about 45 minutes to get here uh, from north side of Brisbane. A very pleasant drive and it looks like a very pleasant parkrun. But I've turned up here and I don't know if they were expecting me or not, but everyone else is wearing tutus. Let's go find out what's going on. And I've got Cheryl, the run director for today here. Cheryl, everyone's wearing tutus. What's going on? Well, any excuse really. But, but <laughs> next Tuesday is the 22nd of the second, 22. So all the twos, so we're tutus. Two two days. We've also got four birthdays to celebrate wow. and it's a gorgeous day. We're all here, so it's wonderful to be together. Wonderful. Any milestones happening today? I don't think so. I've done a call, but um, we're just going with the birthdays. Right, right. Every Saturday's a milestone for us. Oh, <laughs> I love it. And about how many people do you think we'll have here today? Um, I'm hoping around the 100. We've normally sort of been getting anywhere from about 90 to 120. Mm. Mm. So um, we'll see. A lot of people rock up at the last minute. And as you can see, they're still streaming in. So, yeah, yeah. But it's a gorgeous morning. Yeah, yeah, it is. And how long have you been doing this gig for? June 2017, we launched at Redland Bay. So this is run number 207 for us. All right, 207. If anyone needs a prime number, I think it's a prime <laughs> number. I don't know. Don't ask me about mass. Lovely. I'll let you get on with run directing. Thanks for the chat. Thank you so much and welcome to Redland Bay. Thank you. <laughs> so I'm tail walking with Rachel this morning. Rachel, tell me again, um, why are you uh, volunteering this morning? Ah, uh, because I just wanted to walk rather than run today. Oh, just a lovely. <laughs> it's a beautiful day out here. Now, can you tell me about Redland Bay Park Run? Can you describe the course for um, the listeners, please? So we have an oval and we do two laps of that. Mm-hmm. Then we go onto a concrete path up to a golf course. Then we turn around and we go back to where we started. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much our course. With The view is pretty much along the, um, the what do you call it, the ocean? <laughs> yep, yep, um, bay. Yeah. yeah, through the bay, and yeah, it's just a glorious, 
Now, apart from the um, feral uh, scrub turkey, uh, anything else we need to watch out for up here, like uh, stray golf balls or anything? No, no, no need to watch for the stray golf balls. Okay. <laughs> awesome. It's certainly warm out here, um, so uh, enjoy getting back and getting into a bit of shade. Okay, uh, so it's Tracy and a Tutu touring at Redland Bay Park Run this morning. I have souvenired a part of the signage for my collection. Sorry, Cheryl. I have cheered on Valerie. Go, Valerie! No, or is it all for Valerie? I can't remember. Never mind. Uh, Brindlin Bay Park Run, we'll get that one. And, okay, Tracy Natutu signing off. Till next time, see you on the V-side. Bye! And I'd like to say a big thank you to Johan for his time, which was very early on Sunday morning over there in South Africa. It was really lovely to get a new perspective, Ollie, on what it's like to do parkrun over there. Yes, I love hearing about the different parkruns across the globe and getting just that whole kaleidoscope of different experiences. Uh, it sounds like a, yeah, a nice little community one. Definitely. And we also would like to thank Sam, Tok and Tracy for their contributions to roving reports. Especially nice to hear about Huskisson and Sam's recollections of yes. uh, it being a special place for her and Luke. Yeah, all the, all the numbers were lining up. Sorry, Luke, almost lining up in your case. <laughs> <laughs> um, as if it was meant to be. And, uh, look, it's a beautiful place there. I can appreciate anyone having fond memories, but clearly extra special for the two of them. I think I need to get to Huskisson. Oh, yes, you do. You do. I mean, next time you're in these parts, don't bother with, you know, those park runs you've been to before. Husky is a fantastic course. Mm. And, um, yeah, Sam is Sam is quite right to, to share some of the, the fantastic elements uh, to the course there. Good work too, Sam, for your mm. roving report. You did well. Yes, very much so. And Tracy, thank you very much. Uh, look, Tracy did call out to us herself rather than uh, any of us being the prime number experts here. 207 is not a prime number. So adjust your plans, folks. <laughs> if you are going there for it to be a prime, change course. Um, but there's certainly no blame to apportion to Tracy because my my park running and maths combo skills are not fantastic. So, um, yeah, Tracy doing a top job there. And, Ollie, we have to mention we still have a roving report to come later, so you need to stay tuned. That's right. We, we have been so lucky with our contributions this week, uh, which makes up the time. You don't need to hear from us much, much more. Uh, stay tuned. It's a really good one. But also changing things up this week, we're going to say thank you to everyone that popped into Dazza's and contributed at Dazza's as Dazza again brought the fun on Saturday. But because this is our abridged version, that boat's going to sail, Mel. Is it sailing to Tassie? I think it is. (laughs) (laughs) Fingers crossed, I'm told. But, yeah, Dazza's is being left in Facebook land this week uh, and we're keeping the Obi on the shelf. I mean, we did make a joke last week in the pod about the Obi's uh, being handed out a bit too rapidly, so we're maybe just pulling back on that slightly. Um, And we may need that Obi for next week, Mel. 
Mm. 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 But a special mention to everyone proudly showing their Adventurers Club membership at Dazzers. It's almost as if they're somehow experienced in demonstrating their registration or certification or something like that. Yeah, it's a handy skill to have. (laughs) Yes. But Ollie, we should update on the Adventurers Club. I'm very excited to announce that we are up to 119 members, which is up eight from last week. We had 100 members on the Consolidated Club Report, eight events this week in the UK, which are Southampton, Homewood, Cheadle Hume, Haywoodland, Heartlands, Urchester Country, Roberts Park and Charlton. Two in New Zealand, which are Puranga and Greytown Woodside Trail. Two in South Africa, Costa and Atlasville. Two in the USA, Joe Creason and Spindle Tree. <sighs> and adventurers representing at 49 park runs across Australia, with five having palm fronds at both Wyndham Vale and Cyril Curtin Reserve this week. What a showing! I think so. I hope hope I did okay with those pronunciations. Oh, look, Mel, you've done better than me. I haven't known anyone to insert an L into the word common before, but, uh, I mean, (laughs) we were going to have this conversation at some point in the future, but let's have it now. Uh, I'm not sure I'm a reliable backstop when it comes to pronunciation, so apologies (laughs) to the good people at Clapham Common Parkrun, not Clapham Column Parkrun. As I think I pronounced. At least that's how it sounded. Oh, it did. I couldn't fix that. Sorry, Ollie. <laughs> that's okay. I'm unfixable. Uh, but, yeah, I'll take a stab at anyone and uh, I will apologise profusely. But we're so excited about how our Adventurous Club is going and we will continue to report on, ha- on our events. And I'm wondering if people would like to have more of a rundown in social media because mm. we could do that as well. We could, we could post during the week but yeah give us some feedback if you think that's something we should do yes feedback is a, is a big plus and I, look i'm told everything's possible in the metaverse so uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> we'll see we'll see um looking forward mel coming up so uh, i suppose this is the point where we say uh to the, over the next two weeks there will be but one podcast of the park run adventurers because next week is indeed the fifth Fifth is right, I believe. Yeah. Palm, Palm 2022, that's right, I mm-hmm. hope. Um, or indeed the, the Park Run Adventures podcast listener meetup. And it's happening next week. Uh, so if you are listening to this on the plane uh, and there's a chance that this update we're about to provide you might be a tad too late, but we, we wanted to do our best just in case we or you have missed anything. Uh, so firstly, I'll, I'll go with the first tip, Mel. Uh, mm-hmm. For anyone that may not have, please jump in, listen to last week's episode, if you haven't already, uh, for all of the party planning tips from our very own Toxpert himself. (laughs) And number two, mark yourself as going in the Facebook events or email us if you're not on Facebook and let us know your food orders. And I, I... don't know at point of recording here as to when the food order information will be coming out, but, it, it, you know, stay tuned. Stay tuned. We don't want you to starve. <laughs> Number three, bring your purple. Uh, we we do ask that you have just a dash of purple or a splash or, you know, a whole big slush of purple for our <laughs> podcast recording a fun. A slush? A slush. <laughs> it's bigger than a splash. Right. Um, yes. Uh, 
uh, after Bell Reef Park Run. So you don't have to run in your purple. Uh, you can be park run fresh but still have a change of clothes. Uh, so there's a chance to run ugly, run apricot or be creative. Uh, but purple is is the dress code afterwards. Number four, P is for party dress-ups. So who hasn't got their costume ready? Yeah. Uh, I'm ready. You're ready? Mm. I think, you, yeah, you, you said you were ready last week, didn't Paul's you? Paul's ready. Yes. Paul's ready. Excellent. Mm. Yes. Are you ready? I'm getting ready. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to yours because you you went above and beyond last year. I have to say, I was really impressed. You've set the bar high, Ollie. I was really proud of my costume last year, so much that I wore it to Shell Harbour Park Run. Oh, I had to mention it. <laughs> I was trying not to. Um, <laughs> that, I, <sighs> that I wore it to a special uh, dress-up. At least I assume it was and I wasn't just wearing it. But, but no one got it, <laughs> just, just like no one got it at the surf club up at uh, Kiwana, but nonetheless. I did. Yes. That's all that matters. That's right. Uh, so dress-ups, yes. Uh, number five, ugly Christmas singlets or shirts. I don't think we've mentioned this enough. Uh, so this is a reminder to pack ugly. Pack as ugly as you can for our Fritos or Frios and uh, – yeah, like I say, there's nothing like a good costume change. Yeah, so basically every freedom run we go to, we need a different outfit. Mm-hmm. We can't wear the same thing. Predominantly, we need to be going through all the previous versions of the ugly Christmas singlets. Yep. And we'll be having group photos at every time. If you haven't been to a palm before, there's group photos to be had. You can't be wearing the same outfit. Yes, that's right. And and look uh- – I guess we'll, we'll do a head count as to who's been to every palm or how many palms different adventurers have been to when we're at palm. But I, I believe we're lucky enough to have many first-time palmers. So, uh, yes, pack ugly. We hope we've got lots of first-time palmers. How many repeat palmers we have? Uh, I think there would be you and me and Talk and Brendan. Are we talking every palm? Yeah. Mm. Chris? And there are a few others uh, of names that I have seen there. So uh, at least one other I can think of. So looking okay. forward to that. And and question, Mel, are we calling ourselves Palmers or are we Palmies? <laughs> I haven't had time to think of this. <laughs> okay. Don't spring that on All me. Right. Uh, well, that might be the segue to the uh, the last tip we've listed here. Ah, uh, yes, and we want to know your ideas, questions, and even pronunciation contributions. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> that was ironic. And even pronunciation corrections for the pod. A live perlustration almost. So have a think and let us know because we are going to be asking for some feedback. Yes. <laughs> Can't emphasise it. I think we've emphasised it well. I'm, I'm pretty sure that the two <laughs> times we've mentioned the word pronunciation in this pod, <laughs> the next word we've messed, <laughs> we've messed up. up. Oh, yes. We are not professionals. We do not get paid to do this. Yes. Next week is when the secrets come out. <laughs> Have we missed anything, Ollie? That is a very good question, Mel. Um, you know, it's kind of like, uh, yeah, yeah, there's always a gift shop where you're going or, or something. <laughs> we can we <laughs> work it out when we get there. <laughs> oh, gosh. And look, it's going to be fun. No matter what happens, there might be, things might go wrong. Who knows? The most important thing is that we all get together. We run a few park runs. And we do a lot of park faff and we have fun and that's all that matters. That's quite right. And look, we'll miss everyone else that's out there enjoying parkrun land in their own their own vicinity, but 
um, you know, we hope that we can share some of the enjoyment of Palm with you. And in case I didn't say it clearly enough before, that means that the next episode after this podcast will in fact be Palm 2022 as uh, logistics get the better of us. We intend to record it Mm -hmm. as best we can. Mm -hmm. That is the intention. Mm -hmm. We may even be able to do a bit of a Facebook Live or offer something live on the day, but... Mm, yeah, no promises. <laughs> yes, yes. At worst, we can record it as a roving report. Um, <laughs> we'll work it out somehow and uh, we look forward to sharing that with you all. And we also look forward to sharing with you the the rest of the pod uh, because, as we promised, we do have more roving reports. Uh, so we also mm. still have Lindell at Wandai Park Run and, of course, our very special informant. So we will we'll throw to them shortly. But uh, Mel... Yes, we are looking forward to seeing everyone at Palm 2022. I can't get that right down in Bellarive. Uh, but we've got to run. You've got that boat to catch, and I'd better get myself I packed. Do. I've got to get my vaccination status ready. <laughs> I've got to get the dogs to the dog sitter. I've got to organize Zoe. I've got to get on the boat. There's too much going on. There's costumes <laughs> to pack. Oh, my goodness, Ollie. I've got to go. I've got to go. <laughs> Bye, Ollie. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you there. I'll see you there, Mel. G'day, Parkrun Adventurers. It's Lyndall. And today I'm coming to you from the lands of the Waka Waka people. I'm in Wondai to tackle a parkrun on a rail trail, um, which should be fabulous. I've just pulled up. It's been a bit of a drive to get here. So I'm going to jump out of the car and check out the first timers briefing and the race briefing. And I'll be back with you after the run. Okay, now I have tracked down Claire. Now, Claire, you are an event ambassador for Parkland. Yes, I am, as of uh, about a month ago. Oh, so it's new? Oh, very new. <laughs> yeah, very new. So how's it going? Uh, so far, so good. Um, I went to visit Kilcoy um, a couple of weeks ago for their third birthday. Oh, did um, the Yowie come out? Didn't see the Yowie, but it's so cool to go into a park run at Yowie Park yeah, Run. Yeah, I know. I mean, that's great. So I've still got a few others that I have to go and visit yeah. yet, and I know Game Dev was their event number 50 today, so I would have liked to have been there, but um, hadn't. I wanted to catch up with friends here at Wondai today, so back at home. Yeah, so this is your home park run? This is my home park run, so um, I've been here since it started. Um, my friend Roz, who's the event director here, probably a bit over five years ago, getting on to six years ago, um, rang me one day and said, would you like to be involved in setting up a park run? And I said, yeah, sure. What's park run? <laughs> What's park run? <laughs> I had never heard of it. Um, and my husband, Craig, had read about it in a yep. running magazine. Yep. So that's how much I knew about park run. Um, so I've been a run director here since the start. And the, I guess the weird thing for me, our very first park run we did was actually in Western Australia. Um, we went to visit our daughter the week before Wandai started. So I was a run director who had never done a park run and did my first one in Western Australia. So that's just, you know, a little bit of um, interesting information, yeah. I guess. And so how have you found your park run journey? What's been the best thing about being involved? The people. 
the friends, the people. I would not start a Saturday without this. And, I mean, I love coming here. I've met so many different people that I wouldn't have met, locals that I wouldn't have met if it wasn't for Parkrun. And we have from kids through to 80-plus-year-olds who all come and run a walk and sit around and have a coffee afterwards and chat. And it's just the best way to start the weekend. And I know it is a bit like a little cult, isn't it? But you go somewhere and you see someone with the parkrun token on their shoe and you you know that they're one of your people. And um, I've met some wonderful people just, you know, going to a different parkrun and chat to someone and, and now we're friends. And, you know, it's just wonderful. And... I don't know where I'd be without it. Yeah. I really don't. <laughs> it's, it is one of those things in it. It's a real phenomenon. I like to tourist and I never feel uncomfortable going up and talking to people. It's like a family regardless of where you are. You know you've got at least one thing in common. Yep. That That is exactly it. And you've always got something to talk about. And for me, I always say I'm a social runner. I, I run for coffee <laughs> um, and a chat. And I hate being out there on my own yeah. running. I don't run, I know running is a, a sport that is a solitude sport, but it's not for me. It's a social sport. So I run with friends. I love having someone to chat with while I'm running because I forget that I'm running if I'm talking. Yes. <laughs> um, so if I go to a park run, I will find some. My kids are terribly embarrassed by it. They're all grown up now. Yep. But they go, how can you do that, Mum? How can you just talk to a stranger? Yeah. It's like, well, I've got to do something. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so it doesn't matter whether it's a park run, a 10K, a half marathon. You find someone to have a chat to and find out where they're from and their story. And, yeah, that's yeah. just how it is. All right. Now, Claire, what would you like the people listening to this podcast who are adventurers and love to travel to Parkrun, what would you like them to know about Wandai Parkrun? Wandai is a really friendly parkrun and the South Burnet is such a wonderful place to come and visit. So if you do come to the South Burnet, you have a choice of three parkruns now. So Wandai here at home and I am a bit biased, so, you know, <laughs> come here. Um, but we do have Nanango as well. Um, that's Ros Gregor. And Proston, which is Railway Park, and they're spread across the South Burnet. So no matter where you're staying in our region, there's somewhere close by that you can do a park run or come and stay for several weeks and do yeah. all three. <laughs> and just a little heads up, anyone who's into the tourism and the Fibonacci challenge, next week is our event number 233. So we are really hoping that we might get a few visitors seeking that magic 233 turn up at Wandai next week. So we'll see how it goes. See how it goes. That is not one that I'm chasing and that is why Winston said that at the briefing. Next week is 233. He is a man of many um, knowledges and talents, isn't he? Winston is absolutely (laughs) wonderful. Um, I do believe he has done the course at least once. But he loves volunteering and he loves being a part of the community. And um, last week he took the photos and he doesn't like to do the the tech side of things. So it's sort (laughs) of like, you know, here, Claire, can you put these up on Facebook? But he said to me, you know, this is just such a great bunch of people. And it is. And two hours after Parkrun will be finished, there'll still be little groups sitting here in the park, still chatting. And that's what you love. And, you know, you talk to different people every week. Yeah. Great. Well, 
Thank you. Thank you for your contribution to Parkrun here in the South Burnett um, and further afield now as an event ambassador. And thank you for talking to me today, Claire. It's been a pleasure. And thank you for coming. It's <laughs> love, we love having visitors. So I hope you stay here, you know, a little bit longer and have a look around the region because yeah. there really is so much to do here. So thank you for coming. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> All right. I have tracked down Winston. Yeah. And he is the run director today. How are you going today? Very well, thanks, Lyndall. Very well. That's great. Thanks for having me at Wandai today. Yeah, pleasure to have anyone at Wandai. It's great today. We've got over 50 here, and uh, about I'll tell you very shortly how many we've got actually on today's run. Yeah, the last few are coming through, and you are taking photos while I'm interviewing you, so thank you for multitasking. Now, Wondai Park Run, I've, I have it on good authority that you're like the heart and soul of this park run. Tell me about your involvement with Wondai Park Run. Originally, well, not, not originally. I lived just over the road uh, from the park run starting and uh, always had an interest in the rail trail, uh, which has been developed into the park run. And um, because I used to uh, see all the steam trains come in and, uh, and I worked in the BP depot down the road here and uh, we used to work on the line with the trains to get our rail tank cars unloaded there. So that was how I sort of got involved um, in the actual rail trail itself. And then, then when the train stopped, they had this developed with the council and made it into the park run. And I've just taken an interest in it and uh, being handy to it, just being across the road from it. I look after all the flags and the gear and everything for the morning, bring it over. And, and because I've got to come over, I think, oh, well, I might as well do a job while I'm here. It might as well be useful. Yeah, that's correct, yes. Yeah. Great. So how long have you been volunteering at Wondai? I've um, been volunteering now. This is my 106th volunteer day. Today. Congratulations. That is a big effort. Well done. And so your interest obviously stemmed from the rail trail, um, but now it's parkrun. It is. It's yeah. parkrun now every Saturday morning at 7 a.m., it's got to be a um, park run. Yeah. And, and it's I about... use park run. I usually do uh, the RD pretty frequently. Great. Now, I'll just let you take a photo of one of our finishers as he comes in. I wouldn't want to interfere with that. How did you go? No. I no, missed him. missed him. Okay. Well, right. I'll get you can just come in, young fella, and I'll well, take your photo. Take a photo. <laughs> we need to do a redo. See, yeah. look at you go. Just so you can have a rerun. <laughs> He's making him redo his finish so he can get a photo. Takes his job seriously, Winston does. Thanks, mate. I'm sorry. That's my fault. I'm, I'm sorry about that and thank you. Okay. And now what would you like? So this podcast is for people who like to travel to Parkrun. What would you like people to know about Wandai? Wandai is a very, very um, lovely little town. I've lived here all my life and uh, it's a very friendly town and we find that and as you'll probably notice here this morning the uh, how people are chatting behind yeah. us and and this this is um, always a light-hearted and at the same time you're able to get fitter yep. and uh, I can remember when we first started you might only had 
one or two or three, just a moment. Just a moment, another photo of our next couple of finishes. Don't miss this one, Winston. (laughs) And so it sounds like it's really about the community at one time. It is about the community. And it's it's just so, such a happy happy family actually, and uh, and we have new people here every every day, every every Saturday morning, of course. We've only missed once, and that was just through a flood a few weeks back, or a few months back now. Actually, time flies when you're having fun, and uh, <laughs> the uh, rail trail got uh, damaged just the other side of the bridge. So. But, uh, All right. Well, I will let you go. We've got another finisher coming yeah, in. Yeah. Thank you so much for everything that you do for Wandai Park Run, and thank you for talking to me today. It's a pleasure. Yeah. Thanks. Thank you. <laughs> All righty, Park Run Adventurers. I think that is a wrap from Wandai Park Run in the beautiful South Burnett of Queensland. So a few vital stats. Wandai is about three, three and a half hours northwest of Brisbane, um, as I said, in the South Burnett. Yeah, so it's a lovely little place. There's rail trail, lots of bike and running tourism out here around the rail trail and a beautiful little country town. I am off to find the best bakery. This is the other good thing about coming to a country town. The bakeries are usually bonza. So that is it from me, Lyndall, signing out for the Channel 5 News Crew.
And moving along, in the top 20 most Aussie New Zealand events list, nothing much happened. Nobody lifted their ranking. But on the overall list, it was busy with seven people jumping up rankings nine places. Melvin Cox, Russell War, Robin and Lance Plan moved to 204, while Kevin Rogers, Reese Eberhard and Vivian Henderson moved to 233. 107 people lifted their index this week. The biggest mover this week was Peter Sutton. Peter jumps from 18 all the way up to 40, up 22 and into second place on the ACT leaderboard. Hey hey, it's Adventurer Cubs. We had two people join the Cow Club, Anthony Patterson and Mark Hibbard. We also had two half brains and eight half cows. You can check them out on the spreadsheet. Now I'm very distressed, Parkies. One week I was hot with heaps of interaction. Next week it's frosty with only a couple of nibbles. But a competition is a competition. Last week's quiz question, how many people have run in every state and territory in Australia to gain membership of the Peel Club? Well, Parkies, the answer was 132. Bruce Purdy wins the year supply of park runs for his guests of 150. This week's question, how many of those Peel Parkies have also completed a run in both the North and South Island of New Zealand? Anyway, it's, it's getting late and I've got to do the whole sign-off thing tonight. You'll know about downloading the spreadsheet and connecting with the informant on Facebook. So the script goes a little something like this. As always, you can contact us on Facebook or our email, which is parkrunadventurous at gmail.com. That's it for another week, and we'll see you all next week for more adventures. Bye!